Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Boy, I don't even have a picture in here. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. All right, that's a better framing. You know, frame up your shot a little bit better. Somebody must have hit my camera. Anyway, yo, this is going to be an interesting show. Welcome back, man. I hope you guys had a good weekend. I hope you guys didn't simp and you put your bet out, you know, out here. You know, you put that ism out in the game. All right. I hope you guys didn't simp too hard out here. I hope you guys didn't go to the bar and find you a drunk Josie all up in the bathroom, Ben Roethlisberger style. All right. We don't want you to go out like that. Hope you guys didn't go out like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon running around here paying $12 million over 16 years for a couple pieces of peace leave. All right. We hope you didn't do any of that. But uh, today's going to be a fantastic show. All right. Today, man, we got a couple of co uh, topics to cover. And um, the topics that we're going to cover today, we got uh, Martha Stewart. All right. She's representing the cat, the wine, the box wine brigade. I don't know if you know, there was a 100 gallon leak, leak of um, a spillage of, of wine. All right, and I don't know what these dog and cat women are going to do. Cheers. You going to have some? Okay, tuck in, eat. All right, so Martha Stewart's out here hoping her friends will die so she can get their husbands. How dare you? Boy, oh man. What is going on out here, man? We always tell women, you know, in the dating marketplace, I mean, it's tough to be a young man, but being a woman in your last 40 years of your life, good Lord. Martha Stewart out here trying to throw her friends under a bus, literally, so she can get with their husbands. We're going to talk about that. All right. Our main event story is going to be Russell Wilson. Is he still on the clock? All right. We're going to take a picture. We're going to take a look at some of the videos that he's been in with Sierra. And she's got a new hit song called Jump. I mean, the the song's not any good, but normally the video's been uh, pretty good. Uh, Sierra is not really a good musician, all right? Her talent is, is as a performer. And what she typically does is she takes a basic song and she creates great visuals. I mean, she creates great visuals. She dances very well. Everybody knows Sierra's from her visuals, not necessarily her music talents. And so she has another great song and a great video to go with it. And it's, it's, you know, it's a major song right now, but it's called Jump. It's called Jump. Is she ready to jump from where she is, Russell Wilson, all the way to what? Strong and Independent? By the way, Callie West, Miami. I kind of borrowed his uh, title here. And uh, he has a video called Is Sierra Ready to Jump? So shout out to Callie West in the building. He's a great supporter. He's a YouTuber. And when we get to that, hopefully I'll remember to remind you of going to his channel and showing him some love. All right. We also have an attorney telling the truth about Title 4D and child support, how it's a racket set against men to give women custody and how the states make money off of you gumps. I got money. And that might be it. Maybe there might be a couple of things else. All right. Um, listen, let's not waste any time because, listen, you know, I've been waiting all weekend. I've been waiting to get back here on Monday night. New, 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 new world order. What in the hell is going on with Joe Biden? New, 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 new world order. You see what happened to Joe Biden? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> he had a rough week. Hunter Biden's laptop. And they didn't hack into Hunter Biden's phone. Bruh. 
what is going on here? And people still defending him. But man, I'm telling you, bro, if that would have been Donald Trump Jr., <laughs> I mean, Donald Trump would have had to walk up out of the office at this particular point. But you got Hunter Biden on video, on, on video, doing some very, very thing. I can't even show you on YouTube what he was doing. I mean, he's walking around salami swinging. He's holding firearm. He's smoking crack. He got two straggle daggles and skags and skeezers all on top of him, straddling him. He measuring crack rock. What is going on? Are you a freshman at the university? <laughs> no, no. What is? You look like no. a freshman. And remember, remember, we weren't supposed to talk about this. Remember on YouTube and, and, and all kind of uh, social media sites, if you even mentioned it, they was like, new, 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 new world order. If you even said anything about it, they were like, announcement has been paid for by the new world order. Man, almighty. What a life, man. The dude was making money hand over fist, cutting a big man off a piece. And he out there having straggle daggles. I mean, worse straggle daggles. I mean, he had straggle daggles that I wouldn't even touch with a 10 foot pole. He was smoking out with him. I mean, listen, it's right there on the internet. It's in the bill. It's, it's on the internet. New, 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 new world order. All right. No conspiracy theory any longer. All right. Jeez. All right, man. Let's get into the show. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA Live. It's over here. All right. It's reversed on my side. Dollar sign CGA Live. That is the cash app. All right. And uh, I'm supposed to put in here. <laughs> he said they coming for me, man. I'm like, what is going on, brother? This is just this is just sad. This is just sad. Just people defending. They still like, well, I don't see anything wrong. No harm, no foul. <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm telling you, bro. Well, anyway, it is what it is. We already know what it is in the building. Uh, sh shout out to everybody. And PayPal is how you contribute to today's show. Uh, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. There's a link right there. <laughs> There's a link right there in the um, in the live chat. Anyway, let's acknowledge the earlier contributors today to today's show. What's going on? It's a Monday. Do you have a case of the Mondays in this mad boy? All right, shout out to Ocam. He says donation for all men must watch episode. So man, I don't know if you guys watched it. It might have been my lowest rated show from last week, but it it is the stream for you legacy ninjas. Perhaps we might bring it up. There might be a part two this week on how. Um, if you get into a relationship with modern women and you have kids, odds are she will destroy your legacy. That's basically what you're doing when she when she gets with you, right? And that's you. We know this. They're marching to be able to sacrifice your children at the altar of the the, the great, you know, I can't even say it. All right. They're marching to terminate your 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 seed. They're also destroying you left and right via the family court system. Um if you look at some of these people, man, I mean, I was actually going to give you a great example of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, a great example of that and how, you know, your job is to to um, protect, provide, et cetera, et cetera. And when you're out there protecting and providing, what happens is they're destroying your legacy and they're removing you. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is actually a good example of that. I don't know much about what his father has done in his personal life, but you know that there was a great disconnect on um on how he you know how he feels about his father he's never really been vocal about you know his father and uplifting him until his death and then he started to reconnect with him but uh Dwayne LaRock Johnson is an example of um you know the rock growing up with the mother he represents his mother's side and his father's side although the father was basically the provider there's no representation from that side so in, in essence, The Rock has became something, but he's become something in an identity and the family and a legacy of his mother, 
not his father. And his father was the one out there taking the bumps. <laughs> All right. So think about that. I'm going to I'm going to make a great episode about that. I'm going to make a great, great episode about that. But we're going to break that down. How many times when you seed a woman, she will destroy your legacy. It's just sad. So that shout out to Lone Wolf for that, man. Hey, no government name says, please react to the video of uh, a man that cold approach and got shot. Ape Huncho, oh man, a, a guy cold approach and get sh shot. Oh my goodness, boy. Oh man. He said Ape Huncho. All right. So, wow. Um, I'm going to have to see if I can pull that up. A man shot. Okay. I don't, I, I'll find it. I'll find it. Thank you for sharing that one. Um, wow. A man getting shot cold approach. That's not the norm. But uh, cold approach season is dying and it's dying fast. So a lot of times women want men to cold approach, but that just gives them the power of rejection. They want hot men to approach them. They want men of means to approach them. I'm a man of means. Then along came two. All right. So they want men of means. They want good high status men to approach them. And then what happens was the, the high status man is either afraid to approach or he has no need to approach. And then these women are upset. But when your bum ass approach, all right, they're ready to pull out the jammy. <laughs> it's sad. All right, and these dudes are gassing you up to approach. Oh, approach, approach, you know, you should approach. Now, I'm not a guy that's 100% against approaching women. All right, and, and if you took my courses, you would know that. People think I'm 100% against approaching women. No, that's not, that's not necessarily true. But we talk to you about the ideal way to do it. And um, most of the time, if it's just to give out free validation and just go out willy nilly, cold approaching, going to bars, and I think that's a dramatic waste of time. The dictator says, coach, my girl went out for drinks with her friends. All right. I was told you have video footage over. Oh, what? <laughs> all right. Your girl went out for drinks with her friends. Oh, this woman right here. Oh, that's your girl. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like people say like finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you is not hard. I can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that like is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. And it's just so frustrating because it's like, I'm just myself. I don't know what else to do. Well, she went out to have drinks with her friends and nobody approached. I mean, even black men were there. Even thirsty black ninjas were there. All right. You know, they thirsty. You ever see, you ever see, uh, you know how women walk past you, they get their held up high. They walk past you like you ain't even there. You were like, come on, man, not even human being. No human being would do that to another human being. You would be like, how are you? You tip your hat. You know what I mean? But then they get closer to you. They, but nobody approaches me. Uh, so if you're a guy that actually, and just trust me, a lot of guys deal with this, even guys that are so-called high status. A lot of guys deal with this behavior, this buffoonery behavior. And, um, um, you know, there's funny memes about it where a woman will say, well, I shot my shot. And she looked at you for like 2.5 seconds. All right. 
well, he don't want me. That's his loss. <laughs> well, I looked at him and they might think they looked at you for five minutes. Okay, well, I shot my shot. I guess he don't want me. And then they walk past you, sniggling. <laughs> All right. Are we going to talk about sniggling again this week? Oh, man, this is going to be a long week. All right, shout out to the snigglers out there. Turn the tassel says the local stream was fire about the uh, junior college girls on Thursday. All right. Oh, oh, I got money. Oh, you be at the junior college on Thursday. Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to you for the junior college man fund out here. And uh, enjoy the junior college, man. These girls out here, man, they biting. They biting. These girls are celibate out here. These girls are celibate. Shout out to the celibate girls out here. We love the celibate girls. And I'll buy a bit. All right, listen. <laughs> Trick Nation in the building. All right, let me get a couple more, and then we got to get out of here. Uh, we're going to call you Jason Says crowd fund, Crowdfunding for the Coach Gang in the building. And that's you. XL Pro Services says salute to the Coach Gang. I got to get my verbiage right today. Who else is in here? Mr. Double Op is in the building. He says longtime watcher, first-time donator in the building. We got him over from Ninja Watcher over here. Shout out to you. Hashtag the free agent lifestyle. Appreciate the support. Let me do a couple of PayPal's before I get too far behind in the building. All right, we do have a couple ready to go on rock and roll. He says, paying my dues, watching for years, I owe you. Thank you for being the protector of men's interests for a long time. Cheers, and that's for my man, Steven. We'll call you Steven or Stephanie. One of those. All right, shout out to you. Thank you for the first time supporters in the building. We really, I do really appreciate it, man. All right, Billy the Kid says, want to sponsor the show just because in the building. Oh, my goodness. Yo. Billy the Kid is in the building sponsoring for those of us who cannot. I remember, man, I used to be a guy sitting in my draws, all right, feeling down. I was down bad watching all the great content creators that came before me. So a shout out to all of the guys, even the haters that saw me go right past them in the subscriber mark. Shout out to y'all, too. All right. But uh, really, though, we're doing a great service for men. I mean, Sandman even put this post up. And uh, we always talk about the magical 90s. Uh, men, you guys were just born in the wrong time. Shout out to Sandman. Uh, he posted this on his Twitter. Go follow Sandman on his Twitter. Um, we were born at the wrong time. We were born at a time where uh, we now have to pay for the sins of our fathers, the sins of our grandfathers, and the sins of our great, 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 great grandfathers. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a man, you know how white folks feel. You know what I'm saying? They have to pay for the sins of their fathers in the past, right? And so now woke culture has infected and infested the United States and white folks like, well, I would, I didn't enslave you. All right. Same thing with men. We didn't enslave women. All right. We grew up in the time where the strong and independent woman, they still think that's a, a successful thing to go after, by the way. All right. But uh, we grew up in a time of the strong and independent woman. And so many of us, we grew up at a time where women have been always equal. We're like, what? What are you talking about? All right. But check this out. If you did want to grow up in a time where things were simpler, can it be that it was all so simple then? Look at this promotion by Delta Airlines. Welcome aboard Delta 1965. Stewardess application must be, or sorry, stewardess applicants must be between the age of 20 and 26. Mm. Yes, indeed. Probably white too, but they didn't put that on here. They probably were Kaylee's 20 and 26. Mm. Mm. Smells like teen spirit in here. Mm. All right. So what are we doing, man? Come on, Hunter Biden. Get it together. 
It says never married and in radiant good health. Oh, my goodness. So they want never married in radiant good health. <sighs> Have you ever been on an airline and the stewardess was like 65 years old? You're like, bro, like, what are you doing? She got her old khaki pants on. Toddy's all sagging them, saggy waggies. All right. What else did they say? Must adhere to strict figure control standards. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. Wow. How dare you? Must adhere to strict figure control. Oh, my goodness, boy. We were wrong at the wrong time. Oh, my God. Straight Tephus. All right. I told you about them straight Tephus out here. Straight Tephus. And legs. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I got money. Straight teeth. Wait, straight teeth and legs? All right. You know what that reminds me of? All right. Did you say straight teeth and legs? Hold on for a second. This is exactly what they're talking about. This woman has the most perfect behind in America. I feel very flattered that anyone would say that I have a perfect butt. Gene designers say Natasha Wagner's bottom is not too big. It's not too small it's just perfect natasha's curves are in all the right places the 34 year old from los angeles is a size six has a 28 inch waist and stands five feet eight inches tall mile long legs she's thin but curvy at the same time flatbacks flatbacks <laughs> so they said she gotta be flatbacked it and clear and smooth skin no filters not that much makeup. What else did they say? Willing to retire between the ages of 30 and 32 to take on the greater complexities of marriage. Oh, my. Wow. I don't know if this is real. But damn. You got to retire, ma'am. 30, 32, put it away. Oh, but that's when they say when they retire and they get married like this. And that's you. Normally at this age, your kids, you're, you got three or four kids and they're starting to be elementary school. You got to put hands on PTA, raise the kids. Why don't you raise the kids? Why don't you raise the kids? I'm supposed to be the provider. But they were like, it's, your marriage is going to get tough right now, ma'am. So go on and put it away. Go on and put it away. And then when you, you know, when, when, when you take care of your husband, and you take care of your kids, you be good, right? Right? And that's you. But now they be like, I'm not happy. <laughs> and they take you through the divorce grinder. See, this was before no-fault divorce. Guys, no-fault divorce changed everything. That was one of the biggest things that changed marriage forever. You can thank Ronald Reagan for that, by the way. Mm. Yes. Yes, I just dissed the Republican, but Ronald Reagan pushed forward no-fault divorce in California when he was the governor, and hence a lot of states followed suit, and no-fault divorce changed everything. But just be honest with you, no-fault divorce did help women who were in abusive relationships, right? He's an abuser. Now, knowing what we know now about those tropes, he probably wasn't an abuser. Mm. You know, marriage was tough for women back in those days. All right, let's get back to the story here. Wow. What a great story to lead off on. All right, let me lead off with another story. We will get to Sierra and Russell Wilson. It's normally going to be the main event. So normally the straggle daggles then woke up. They didn't wipe the cold out their eye. They didn't pull their wigs forward. You know what I mean? All the simps coming in, caping in. They start looking going, what is this here? All right, let me put on my cape. There was a dudes that put on their cape. I put the 70% of women own student loan debt. There were some guys, well, 
it's not a gender problem. Oh, really? Well, like 85% of the men are in child support debt. Is that a gender problem? You hear about deadbeat dads? Yeah, that's a gender problem. All right, that's a big gender problem. All right, but y'all ain't coming to put the cape on for men. Oh, boy, you guys are bad. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, we talk about this, but, you know, sometimes it takes a female and normally a white female to wake you guys up. Uh, shout out to Amin Osiris and the men like Mr. Palmer and Christopher Smith and Angry Man. A lot of people have been talking about this Title 4D and how the states make money off of men, how the child support system is not about deadbeat dads. It's about creating deadbeat dads. And so there's a video posted on 21 Studios. I love shouting out people, man. Hey, man, next year, I'm going to start doing some collaborations, maybe. But I'm, I'm, I'm in a good vibe right now. Uh, shout out to 21 Studios. He put this video up of a woman that spoke and a female attorney that spoke at the um, convention, 21 convention, which I'm a speaker at. Uh, listen to this attorney break it down. She broke down what a lot of men have been exposing about the child support system, about the state makes money off of setting unrealistic child support uh, payments, and then they earn interest. They get matching funds from the federal government, and thus it is an incentive to keep men away from being fathers. All right, and get and put the custody into women. Let's go ahead and play the clip here. Money off of child support, something called Title Four D, where let's say you you know go to court, dad is ordered to pay child support for mom. You know the state makes money off of this dad paying child support. The federal government reimburses the states, right, for for collecting child support and dispersing it out. So you think, wait a minute. So if we had 50-50 custody, if we had Kids are with mom half the time, with dad half the time, which, by the way, research shows is the absolute best for kids. What happens with child support? It's greatly re reduced or there's none. The more child support the state can reel in, the more, the more the federal government pays the states. It's a business, you guys. You think child... And then, of course, we've got the, the, the feminazis out there saying, you know, these deadbeat dads, you know, they're, they're, they, these poor moms... No, number one, these poor moms fought against... A dad trying to get equal custody. All we want to talk about is dads. Who are, they're not dead beat. They're dead broke. States. Wow. She said they're not dead beats. They're dead broke. And so fathers oftentimes, um, I don't know if you know, it's very common for fathers to uh, negotiate women getting primary custody because the men don't want to fight. You know what I mean? The man's like, why go through $10,000, $20,000, um, of of legal fees? I'll just have her because basically a woman holds him hostage. You're going to do this or I'm going to make you fight. And so a guy would be like, hell no, the hell with it. Uh, just like we showed you about Caleb. Uh, I don't remember names, so I can't remember his last name. But the guy who had to fight over his kid, his son, his, I think he was a 15-year-old son, 14-year-old son. He didn't want to go live with the mom. And the mom was using all kind of emotional terrorism against the young boy. We showed you that in the stream that I told you to watch. And then the, the dad was like, well, I'm not going to pay $10,000 to fight this. Kids too old. I'm not going to fight it. And so a lot of fathers just write it off. Okay, here. Or if they do fight, um, the woman comes with all kinds of accusations. He was an emotional abuser, physical abuser, sexual abuser, domestic violator. He's this. He's a deadbeat. He doesn't do. He left us. He abandoned us. They come with all kinds of things. So dudes are like, damn, I'm trying to fight. Well, the court has a vested interest in keeping you away from that child, meaning the courts get kicked back, kicked back. The child support system is nothing but a debt collection agency. It's not a place of of trying to bring morality to society. We're going to make these men pay for their kids. Many times in the Eddie Curry story, the man paid the child support and the woman said, well, that was a gift. He now owes me. And the state agreed. The state was like, yeah, we didn't get the money. You gave her money, but that was a gift.
that don't count. Okay, so many of us have been in that situation too. And so what ends up happening is the woman alienates the father. She removes the father. Then she calls the father a deadbeat. Meanwhile, you're in a, in a system that is playing against you being a father. Okay, so let's play it again before we go on to the next point. Make money off of child support. There's something called Title IV-D where let's say, you, you know, go to court. Dad is ordered to pay child support for mom. You know, the state makes money off of this dad paying child support. The federal government reimburses the states, right, for, for collecting child support and dispersing it out. So you think, wait a minute. So if we had 50-50 custody, if we had kids are with mom half the time, with dad half the time, which, by the way, research shows is the absolute best for kids, what happens with child support? It's greatly re reduced or there's none. The more child support the state can reel in, the more, the more the federal government pays the states. It's a business, you guys. You think child, and then of course we've got the, the, the feminazis out there saying, you know, these deadbeat dads, you know, they're, 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 these poor moms, no, number one, these poor moms fought against a dad trying to get equal custody. All we wanna talk about is dads, who are, they're not deadbeat, they're dead broke. All right, so, um... One one more thing is a lot of guys are some of the other tropes that women will use. He makes me uncomfortable. I'm scared of him. The kids are scared of him. That's another um uh things that uh, they'll use as if, dude, I was never not scared, scared of my parents. You know what I mean? Like, you should already have that respect. What do you want to be friends? Well, we look at the society that we created, this friendship society with kids, and you got kids running around here depressed as hell. All right, because they see what uh, their their parents are making them. Kids out here in friendships with parents. I think parents who use their kids as friendship are are absolute losers. All right, losers. I say, kids are not supposed to be your friend. They're not supposed to be your social network. They're not supposed to be your damn uh, socialization. All right. Um. There, there's a trend on TikTok. There's a trend on TikTok of parents. I wish I could find it. They're, what they're doing is they go up in the kids' room where they find their kids, and the kids could be as young as five all the way up to teenagers. They go in their room, and then they say, hey, um, I'm going to go fight my neighbor. And they have a son or a daughter come fight the, the, the daughter for me. And then they run. They're, what in that? Parents are absolute losers today, bro. I tell you, man, you're not supposed to be friends with your kids, and you're not supposed to use this type of gaslighting, emotional abuse. Uh, to scare your kids. They, so now the kids that are looked up as good are the ones that say, yeah, mom, let's go beat the, the uh, and the kids are cussing. Let's go beat these bitches asses. And then there's some kids they're laughing at because there's one kid, he was a depressed kid. He was like, he was scared. He was like, no, I, I'm not going to fight. He was like, I'm just a depressed teenager. I wish I could find it, man. I'm like, these people are absolute lunatics out here. Okay, these parents are absolutely uh, uh, failures. They're using their kids as entertainment sources. They're using them as friends because you ain't got no damn friends. You can't let those kids go. Let these damn kids go, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, so um, let me see if I can find. How do you find bookmarks? Is that uh, on Twitter? I tried to find the thing. Can you find all the, the tweets that you liked? Even the, the prawn? <laughs> Even the prawn. I cannot find all the tweets that I like because I liked it to try to bookmark it. And so they're laughing at these kids who don't want to fight. They're like, oh, these kids don't want to fight. These kids ain't nothing out here. I'm like, the parents are literally gaslighting them for entertainment. Oh, man, it's sad. I wish I could find it. How do I find? It's on Twitter. It's all over Twitter. 
And um, let me see if I can. Yeah, this would be too too hard. Let me see here. Kids fight. I'll see if I can. Maybe I. Okay, so I did find a couple here. Let's listen. Oh, gosh. I wish I could find the one that the depressed kid, <laughs> the depressed young boy. She busted up in his room. I was like, bro, don't you bust up in a kid's room, a 14, 15 year old kid. He liable to be jagging off. Uh, let's see here. So here's one instance right here. Uh, wait a minute. Let me share the screen. Let me share the screen. Twitter, by the way, is okay. So here, here's one. He says, these little babies be ready to go bang with their moms and siblings. It's the funniest thing ever, the way she got up. So here it is. The mom approaches them. This is for TikTok. This is a TikTok trend. Somebody says, always knock on your son's door. Always knock on your son's door. Son coming in. And if he says, hold on, dad, you go on and wait for him to clean up. All right. You'd be like, all right, put the sock away. Put that lotion away. He said, where's the damn furniture? This is a single mom. It's a single mom. Let's go ahead and play it. Put your shoes on. Because um, I'm about to go outside and fight. And this girl, she has a daughter too. And I'm going to need you to fight her. All right? Okay. I'm going to fight with you. Okay, let's go. Yep. Oh, boy. I mean, there's more and more of these white parents. Is I mean, everybody's doing it. White Latino parents. There's one dude. It's a little um, it's a little Italian boy. He looking like uh Giuseppe back in the day. Let me see here. So here's another one. Here's another single mom. Single moms of the year, bro. Single moms of the year. They want their kids to go out and fight with them now. If her daughter jumping, here we go. Gigi, where your shoes at? Huh? Where your shoes at? Where we going? I'm about to get into a fight. And they have a daughter. So if her daughter jump in, I need you to fight her daughter. Okay? Me? Yeah. Why do I have to fight her daughter? Because we in it together. So if I fight, you fight. All right? Okay. All right, let's go. How are we going to fight? You just got to throw them bows. Okay. All right, let's go. <sighs> this is what This is what we do to our kids, bro. This is these are the parents. This is what the parents are doing to the kids. I swear to God, these are the kids that they're keeping away from fathers. Now, there were some fathers that did this. All right. There were some fathers that did this to their sons, too, um, and their daughters. I'm trying to see if I can find that one. <laughs> the, the one teenage dude, the one teenage dude was like, uh-uh. I'm a depressed young child. He went to the depressed young child. It was now that one was funny. I was, oh, here's another one. I, I'm not even purposely bringing up the black women. All right. I'm not intentionally bringing up the black women on this one. It's just kind of how I'm scrolling because I can't find my bookmarks. All right. But here's another one right here. Come here. I need you to go help me real quick. Okay. I'm telling you, they don't know me. They don't know me like that. Come on. I'm going to go fight. I need you to come fight with me. She got a daughter your, your age, and I need you to fight her daughter. Right now? Right now. Yeah. Well, so th these are the loser parents that I criticize. Absolutely. Oh, it's just for fun. It's just a joke, guys. It's never just a joke. 
All right, it's just a joke. You're using your kids as a source of entertainment. You're a loser. I mean, come on, man. Your kids aren't at an age to consent to this type of thing. When my kids turn a certain age, I, I left it up to them whether I shared them on social media or not. And right around 13, 14, I was like, look, you know, I'm not one of those parents. Stand there and take a picture. Stand there and let me video you and, and embarrass you and put you all on display. I always left it up to them. You want me to take a picture? Like there was family picture time, but then I was like, uh, posted on social media. I gave them that flexibility and they decided they didn't want to be a part of my social media. They were like, we don't want to be on there. And so uh, now that I, and that was before I was, you know, coach Greg Adams in this sense of YouTube. So obviously by the time I started doing YouTube, people were like, why don't you share your kids? They didn't want to be sure, shared like that. And I left it up to them to decide if that's what they wanted to do. Um, I didn't force them to do it. And I didn't take advantage of them because they were kids. You're going to make me, I'm going to let you, you're going to make me, or you're going to let me record you and embarrass you. Mm. No, man, this is absolute, absolute effery. Parent effery. Parent effery. So anyway, uh, let's get some contributions. Let's get some contributions. And then we're going to get into Martha Stewart. Then we're going to get into Sierra. And then we'll end off on never go back to your ex. All right. If we have time for that one, where are we in the building? Should we do a hit it or quit it too? We should definitely do a hit it or quit it tonight. We'll do a hit it or quit it tonight. Um, somebody got, uh, somebody got your payment didn't go through. All right. Mm. <laughs> All right. It was like, we don't want your money. Oh, it came back. All right. You got it back. Oh no, they didn't. They dissed your money. <laughs> I think it's because you put new, 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 new world order. I think that's what, I think that's what happened. You put this new, 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 new world. Order. <laughs> they saw you coming. All right. Classy beat says happy money day coach. He says, you guys like the video. Oh, I got money. Are my likes upside down? My likes are not upside down. <laughs> Somebody says, I understand why they don't want to be on your social media. It was even before I was doing this type of content. All right. That they decided not to, you know, I was just doing, Hey, uh, we're going to Disneyland type of stuff. Father of the year type of shit. All right. They was like, nah, we don't want to do that. But now, yeah, now you understand. And now I do that to protect them. All right. So um, I saw somebody actually trying to make a point of that about Kevin Samuels. Oh, um, he didn't put his daughter up and maybe they was upset. So they wanted to be a part of his rise. I'm like, nah. <laughs> All right. Kids do not want to be a part of no red pill. All right. Shout out to Simon Small in the building. Appreciate you, brother. Overseas in the building, over the pond. John says, niggly watcher for a while <laughs> i can't say what he, i can't say what he said i'm surprised your super chat went through i'm surprised yours went through and the and this guy's didn't go through you should see what he said he said a sniggly watcher but i'm cleaning it up for a while thanks for the knowledge appreciate you john he says i meant ninja watcher <laughs> About to become a free agent. I sure you did. He says, I've been a sniggly watcher. Oh, my goodness. But appreciate you. Who is in here? Uh-oh. Jabal is in here. Salute. Feels good to contribute. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all for contributing. Um, Dr. Seuss, reform ninja watcher. You are appreciated. I know what happened. You guys went out there. You watched me for a while. You were like, this dude don't make no sense. <laughs> All right. He ain't make no sense. He ain't right. And then you went out there and you went out there with your 99% success rate in relationships. And it was like, damn. 
You were like, damn, I thought it was going to work. I thought I was going to make a relationship work. I thought I was going to keep her happy. And then I'm not happy. (laughs) (laughs) Never take calls back for your ex. All right. Who else is in here? Uh, We're going to go over to and shout out to Billy the Kid for sponsoring. Who else is in here? Who is is this? Uh Uh-oh. Now they didn't shut down my damn PayPal. No, he says, uh, we're going to call you Bobby. Bobby Flowers. He says, enjoy your content. He says, I'm not happy. Bobby Digital <laughs> is in the chat. Appreciate you, brother, man. Shout out to the I'm not happy spirit here. Um, You guys know, and shout out to Deadly Edley. You guys know that um, the, the, the uh, breakup is already planned. The divorce is planned before the wedding. He says, women do cold approach me, coach. When they're 70 years old and morbidly obese. Oh, man, yeah, you do. Man, older women love the coach, man. When you get in your 40s, it's kind of like the, your 40s is your, that's your good zone. You know what I mean? Like, I guess now, I mean, your 20s now, these older women will manipulate you to come pump them. Um, But sometimes they are comfortable in 40s, like the women older and slightly younger, like you're in your middle zone. You know, older women be all on the coach. I'll be like, oh. Okay, it's Tuesday. <laughs> I guess I'll come pipe it down. I guess I guess I'll be one of the island boys. All right, Fresh is like, I know about this life. I was doing that in my 20s. <laughs> Where's Fresh? Shout out to Fresh, all right? Hey, man, Fresh is going to be like, man, if you throw my name under the bus one more time. You throw my name one at a time, one more time. Where's the older European women? Older, here we go. <laughs> All right, we gonna do it, man. We about to do it. We about to do it. Oh, hold up. Oh, I can't play that video. I can't play that video. Um, shout out to Fresh. Fresh was like, man, I've been doing that for a long ass time. Where we at? All right, hold up. Let's see if I can find. <laughs> I gotta find one. Uh oh, hell no. Wait, oh, hold up. What in the hell happened? All right, forget it. Point missed. I missed the point. I missed the timing on it. I missed the timing on it. But I'm just letting you guys know, man. When it comes to men, when you're in your 40s, man, I'm telling you, uh, old black women, old white women, old Lex, they be all on you, man. Because you know what they say is, well, I can't date a guy my age. You know, I'm like to be active. Men in their 50s, they either dating 20-year-olds or they're like, they dead tired or broke. They're like, I ain't got no time to deal with these guys. So they be all up in your inbox. They be all up in your inbox wanting you to come over there. But then the the trap is they always be like, but I want a real relationship. What makes you think? (laughs) Some dude, four, eight, twin, 12 years is going to get into a relationship with you. You're a slow Tuesday. You're a slow Tuesday and it's going to be a hard it's going to be hardly something that that uh the guy wants to even look at the results of his conquest. He don't even want to look at the results. He can't even look at what he just did. He's like, "Oh, this is despicable." Um, let me see here. Let's see if I can do this here. Let's see if I can find uh some clips. Oh, shit. All right. Where's Fresh's cousin at? We're going to pull them up. I got to pull it up. Let me see if I can pull this up. Is this the one? There's a new one. This It's all over the internet. 
white women traveling for some brothers? Here it is right here. Let's pull up a clip. And then we're going to play scrump dilly for y'all brothers that didn't hit the like button. Here it is right here. I know it's alleged that um, sex tourism arrives from Jamaica. Single white women who travel to Jamaica for sex with local men are called milk bottles. Milk bottles. <laughs> They're called milk bottles. Yikes. Bruh. Bruh, 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 bruh. Look at her eyes. Look at them eyes. She been pounded. Out. Look at the stare. This is called the thousand salami stare. She been pleasured and pleased by the island boys. And she then came down from the caves and hills of Europe to come get. And guys, they've been doing this for centuries, almost millennia. Because you guys know uh, Europe is very close to these destinations, not, not necessarily Barbados, but the people that are from Barbados came from the Western African uh, areas in the Mediterranean Sea. The Italians, the women from Greece, they've been doing this for a long time, bro. They've been going to African and getting tight and tased out for a long time. Look at them eyes. Yeah, she dead on the inside. 40, 50. Else. Yeah, that's what they do. Leftovers, right here. I didn't get pounded out. No, I did not. Look at the eyes. Look at the eyes, bro. She like this. And that's you. She from the United Kingdom with the old teeth. All right, and then what happens is they fall in love, right? But they got to keep doing this all over and over again. They claim it's for love. Oh, I don't travel for sex. I travel for love. Uh, we're, we're there's no comparison. There's no comparison. Oh, there's no. Oh, not, uh, not that I know. Not me. There's no comparison, but I, I don't know. Historically, female sex tourism involving European women originated in Rome during the late 1840s. There you go. That actually just confirmed what I talked about. The European women in Rome went down there. What did I say? Italy? Uh-huh. That's why they don't like the Sicilians. They was like, y'all too mixed up with black people down there. What the hell? Y'all too got too much African in y'all blood. We here to educate you, brothers. Where's Fresh's cousin at? Oh, here he is. Girls, they got this, this saying at home back in Britain and, and all of them. When they go, when they go black, they don't turn back. Right, because I find that most white girls that have been uh, in love with a black man and and spend time with a black man, once the white guy finds out that she was with a black guy, yeah, 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 we know this story already. But uh, this is something that goes people don't speak about these things, right? So they talk about male sex tourism, but female sex tourism in Europe, especially here in the Western United States. Oh, yeah, they be going down there. Don't, never trust that a woman went to Jamaica. Oh, I went to Jamaica. I had so much fun. All right, I smoked a lot of blunts and nothing. I sat by the pool and read books. All right, I sat on the beach and read books. I did nothing. You know what they were doing? That's what they were doing. 
I just went to Jamaica, let my hair down. Nothing else. <laughs> All right. Do me a favor, man. It is time. It is time to hit the like button in the building. Um, Where are we at? We're at nearly 200,000 people watching this stream live on YouTube. 200,000 people. Let them know. So that means I need 80,000 likes. I'm going to need 80,000 likes in this building. And until, no, 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 no. I'm going to need one. I'm going to need 100,000 likes. 100,000. And until I get my 100,000 likes, you know what time it is. Some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly on shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose. So let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. Shout out to you, brothers. You guys got it, man. I got my likes. I got my likes. Appreciate y'all, brothers, man. Appreciate y'all. We got them likes there really fast. All right. KT Thomas. (laughs) KT King. That's. Melissa Isaac family law attorney in the 21 studios appearance. She's an army vet that's pro men and pro fathers. All right. So shout out to Melissa Isaacs. She was the attorney that I showed on the 21 studios clip. All right. Um, I think I did meet her. I did meet her when I was at 21 convention, but uh, I don't remember. I didn't hear her speak. All right. I just did. I was when I'm there, I do like three or four speeches and I'll be tired. <laughs> All right. I'd be like, <laughs> The preparation. So I go back to my room and I'll be trying to order up junior college girls from Central. Uh, what is the school? Central Florida. See it? What? It's not Central Florida. Is it Central Florida? Whatever that school is in Orlando. I'll be down on Orange Street. What's the school called? Central Florida? Something like that. Central Miami. UCF. Mm. <laughs> University of Central Florida. UCF. Hey, man, the junior college in the UCF is legit. UCF junior college is legit. Just letting y'all know. All right, so where are we at here? Uh, Let's get into this story about, are we doing Martha Stewart here? Yes, let's do Martha Stewart. Uh, We always tell, we always tell um, the women of today, you know, it's not something that we're trying to correct, uh, correct, but I say the first 40 years of your life is not going to be what the second 40 years of your life is. The second 40 years of your life is going to be a lot rougher. And this is when they start saying, what happened? Where did all the men And they do go? this right around late 20s, early 30s. And that's you. And then what happens is they struggle, struggle, struggle to find a good man. What happened? Where did all the men And then they are go? in their 40s and they're like, I want a man that's not intimidated by a strong and independent woman. All right. You're like, you're like, oh, my God. Like, really? Like, oh, my God. Like, you still think that's going to work? Well, let's take a look at Martha Stewart. One Martha Stewart, friend of Snoop Doggy Oggy Og. All right. Snoop Doggy Doggy Og. Um, You know, Snoop Dogg, best friend, criminal, convicted criminal, Martha Stewart. Shout out to her. She did her bid. She was in there making curtains. The orange is the new black. Listen to what she had to say. And Martha Stewart is all of 80 years old, 80. And she's probably been thinking like this since she was in her 40s. All right. It's a struggle zone. 
And uh, what I have on here as the banner goes by, it says the last 40 years are rougher than the first 40. And for men, being an older woman is like being a young man. You know the struggles of being a young man. You know the struggles of being a young man. And there's always that young man. Not me. I didn't struggle in my 20s. Guys, like 90% of men struggle in their 20s. Okay. Even the guys that are somewhat successful don't even think they're successful. They're like, man, I only bang like three bras this week. <laughs> you're like, you're doing good compared to everybody else. And he was like, and two of them was fat. And the dudes are like, the rest of the dudes, 50% of the dudes are like, yeah, bro, like still doing better than me. <laughs> so dudes that are still somewhat successful in their 20s don't even think they're successful. But let's just go back to Martha Stewart and women. The last 40 years of your life is going to be an absolute disaster. Listen to what she had to say. And of course, she was just joking. But no, it says real talk. I thought you were just joking. Martha Stewart has always wished some of her friends, quote, would just die. What? Let's give you the reason why. Why? Why do you wish some of your friends would just die, Martha? We've all been there. Who is we? We? You meet someone and immediately click. Sparks are flying, but there's a major snag. They're already in a relationship. Even Martha Stewart is well familiar with the struggle. The 80-year-old entertainment mogul has had a successful romantic life in the past. In the past. She was married to the publisher, Andrew Stewart, for 31 years. I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> and then she dated billionaire Charles Simoyi, Shinmani for another 15 years, but she never got married. How dare you? But lately, quote, mad crushes like the two she had over the past month, have led to nowhere. Who's still dating in their 80s, bro? Oh, my Lord. You know where I will be? I will be on Santorini, Greece, with a couple of junior college girls. By that time, I'll probably be, will not be at the junior college. I'll be at the leftover college university. All right, you know, like 32, 35, you know what I mean? Like some, I don't know if I'll still be Maybe I will. All right. I'll be in my damn Speedo. Not messing with saggy, soggy, 80-year-old women. That's what I not, won't be doing. But she had mad crushes on two people, two men, over the past month that led to nowhere. Quote, it turns out, you know, one of them is married to the mother of some friends of mine, and I just, he's so attractive. She lamented to Chelsea Handler on the episode of the Comedian Comedians podcast, Dear Chelsea. Quote, that's where I meet men, she continued. They're all married to friends of mine or something like that. It's very difficult because I think there's a certain age um, that we go through where it's very tempting because you want to believe that, oh, maybe this relationship that they're in is just temporary. No. Nope. It's not not they're, they're locked in. But there's another and a much more morbid solution that Stewart has forever kept in her mind. Or maybe, quote, quote, or maybe they'll die. She added with a laugh. I always think, oh, gosh, couldn't that person just die? <laughs> Bruh. They wishing they praying and praying. On their friend's downfall. <laughs> they praying and praying. She added with a laugh. 
And she says, Handler clarified that she was talking about the wives, to which Stewart responded, yeah, not painfully, just die. But it hasn't worked out, she says. This is the type of person that will poison a friend to try to get with a man. Wow. And men, you know what I mean? Like, guys, if you make it to 80, <laughs> like, if you make it to 80, she's probably talking about a 72-year-old dude. You know what I mean? The dude with a fresh toupee. All right, the dude that in just for men, his hair, he got it looking like he's like an oil uh, a greaser. This woman literally at 80 wishing, what are you going to do at 80? I hope y'all not still having sex at 80. But by the way, you guys, if you guys ever known, the highest STD rate growing right now. And of course, I'm an old man, so I say STD. They call it STIs to make it seem like, oh, it's just an, it's just an infection. It's not a disease. <laughs> um, the growing, the fastest growing weight of STIs are in old folks' homes. That Viagra, that Niagara done got a hold of the old folks' home. Them people, be, them old folks be in there going Rosky. Rosky. And if you don't believe me, I'll pull up my source on this one. I've get I've done several shows on this one. Old folks, nursing home has the, they got a faster rising STI uh, infection rate than college. They be in there sliding and slipping. Dipping and diving, leaning to the side and they flossy ass ride and don't let the dude have no hair on his head. All right, of STI uh, nursing. There it is right here. All right, so I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. Niagara didn't help these people. Niagara, <laughs> as the, uh, the comedian says. What's the comedian's name that said Niagara? I don't know, man. I can't even remember no damn names. Here it is right here. Wait a minute. Uh, sexual health in the retirement communities. They be in there clapping. Oh, damn, Nancy. Nancy, would you keep it down? Oh, just going and slide in there. And, and you know the, and you know the rate of, oh, I mean, the, the, the selection rate, there's got to be like one man to like 40 women. So the one dude in there probably clapping everybody's cheeks. It says right here, where's the SDI rate right here? Oh, man, where is it at? Oh, it says right here. A study performed by Berkeley University of California Wellness uncovered significant increases in STIs among adults 65 and older. Between 2010 and 2014, chlamydia infections up 52%. Syphilis rose by 65%. Gonorrhea cases rose by 90%. Ooh, 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 ooh. And they got that you. dirty, dirty. They in there with that dirty cat. <laughs> don't think that your grandma you go let's go see grandma estelle uh estelle you going to go see estelle hi estelle how you doing estelle you bust up in the room and old ass frank getting up like this i got money gertrude in there leaking she burning <laughs> it's it's a, it's it's nuts out here guys and so our culture, man, I'm telling you, man, is, is absolutely insane. So Martha Stewart, by the way, let's get back to Martha Stewart wishing and praying and praying on these women's downfall in here. What else did she have to say? At one point, Stewart got so desperate, desperate that she resorted to joining dating sites. 
So here's another L, ladies. Uh, boy, it's going to be a long one because I know there's some women who watch me there in their 40s. They watch Kevin Samuels and she was like, I need a high value man. He need to do this and do that. Ladies, you got another 40 years of frustration coming. 40. It doesn't get easier. Martha Stewart was jumping on dating apps. What's the girl from Basic Instinct was jumping on dating apps? The girl um, from The Crush. And um, what was the movie called? God damn, I'm bad with names and movies. Um, the girl, uh, she was the teenager in The Crush. What was that movie? What's that girl's name? I can't remember her name. Allison something. Sharon Stone was on dating apps. The one girl got kicked off the dating app. What's the girl's name in The Crush? Y'all get this. I know I got a 15-second delay. Yeah, Alicia Silverstone. Sting. Alicia Silverstone was on a dating app. And she was getting ran off of there. I did stories about this. So you got another 40 years of hell coming your way. And ladies, the numbers favor the men once you hit 40. Like if you if the man's halfway decent, he got a shot at 100 women. And that's not including the girls at the junior college. If you included the girls at the junior college, that if that guy is not shamed into going to the junior college, the, the dude's like this. I got my pick. So to get a guy to settle down after 40 and he actually is worth something, you see value in a guy that is 40 and above. I know you I know you young people, 40, you ain't going to do that. What you going to do? Guys, they still piping it down at 65 and 70. All right, don't think you ain't getting none. If you got it going on in your 40s, you the numbers don't favor women at all. Why would he settle down? Yeah, Drew Barrymore can't even get a, a, a man. But here it is. This woman's in your 80s. She's in her 80s, and she's like, What happened? Where did all the men go? Man, please. And what did she say here? She got so desperate. Who? What dating app has 80-year-old women on it? But after three failed outings, she decided she was too much she was too much of an off situation for the algorithm to work. She was too much of an off situation. I don't know what that means. Seriously, imagine endlessly swiping only to come across Martha Stewart amid the rejects, amid the rejects. Says if she ever decided to give it another go, maybe she should revert to her prison nickname, M. Diddy. Oh boy, ladies, it's going to be a fun ride. The last 40 years and you will every now and then come across a brother that has some sort of guilt pleasure yes you guys know don't act like um don't act like you don't know let me see here uh here it is right here uh there are some brothers that listen they're gonna come pipe it they're gonna come pipe it hold on for a second i'm gonna show you proof of it let's see if we can pull you her up here Let's see if we can pull her up here. Uh, let me see here. Oh, this is the wrong one. There are some brothers. And I, when I say brothers, I mean brothers. That will come. Somebody said, stop calling me out. Here we go right here. All right. So let me see. This is fair use. This is fair use territory. I'm going to have to invoke my fair use. I'm going to have to invoke my fair use privileges right now. You know what I mean? Let me do this real quick. Hold on for a second. I got to invoke my fair use privileges real quick. Here we go. Hey, right here. Exercise copyrighted material. It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. All right. Uh, where is we at? It's Monday. Where are we at here? I invoke my fair use privileges. All right. I already did that. All right. Uh, fair use. Let's go ahead and pump the brakes here real quick. Let's go ahead and play it. 
I'm 83 years old. I like a guy who can rely on his being there when we both need it. Michael looks really good here. With Tinder, like, you have a steady stream of men. I don't want... <laughs> Woo! And YouTube, if you if you make this, what do you call it? Age restricted. This is on YouTube. It's literally on YouTube. They come to my show and be like, "Well, this is inappropriate," and it's literally a video that has how many damn views has it? They be like, "Well, this is this has half a million views," and they come to my channel. Well, I don't think you should show that. That is the soggy, and you know there's a brother. I don't want to do the Tinder thing anymore. Gave me a lot of orgasms, but I really want one man. She wants one man. She's a one-man woman. She's a one-man woman. Now, let me scroll ahead and show y'all that she did go on a date. Let me see if we can find that one. She did go on a date. Where is it? Oh, hell no. Uh, where is it? At? Oh, this is not the one. Hold on for a second. I got to stop share screen. She did find a date, y'all. Who do you think she found a date with? Who do you think she found a date with? Where is she at? I can't find the damn thing. Who did you think she found a date with? Let me see if I can find this right here. I got to find it. Who do you think came over and smashed? I'll give you one guess. <laughs> give you one damn guess. Sorry, this is not the one. She get oh, here it is right here. She get it. Okay, hold on. I got to invoke. Wait a minute. Can y'all see the screen? Oh, I got to share. Who do you think? The scavengers of all scavengers. <laughs> the, the low-hanging fruit selector of low-hanging fruit. The bragger of all braggers that they be getting the panties. Who do you think? Got them panties. Let's go ahead and review. Let's go ahead and review. Right? I mean, it's just so weird because of the age. And I don't. Uh, let's go ahead and scroll ahead here. Uh, right here. There she is. Who do you think is there? I can only imagine how odd the small talk was at this right table there. right now. What do you think they were talking about? Like, you know, you have this dude who's in his 30s. He's probably sitting at the table talking about. Look at that. That's what he's sitting across from. And he's like, it's a slow Tuesday. I got to have it. He's got a fetish. Sports or current pop culture and things. And she's talking. What happened? I'm I'm mad I caught this video, part of the video. Look at it. Oh, wait a minute. Look at him. Look, look, look. I, I am a nasty woman. You know, we've been down bad at times in life. We've been down bad at times in life. but. At some points, you know, you got to do what you do when you different did from me. That I didn't. There he is. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, he might be an island boy. You know what I mean? Oh, he might be an island brother. He looked like he a former island brother. So he's used to stuff like this. He's used to stuff like this. You know, island brothers are used. Look at him. Look at his lips. He like, yeah, man. Mac lives matter. <laughs> 
<laughs> he like Mac lives matter, bro. This Mackin ain't easy, bro. Pippin ain't easy out here. You know what I mean? I got my I got my fresh turnout. I be getting them white hoes and all that. Look at him. He licking his lips. He like, I can't wait. And that's you. Yeah, brother. Yeah. He like this. Yeah, man. All right. Uh-huh. She was like, uh-huh. I took all of that in the building. Wow. What a world, man. Look, what a world. New, 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 new world order. So, ladies, it ain't all over for you. I mean, but she was a one-man woman. I don't think she's ever going to achieve that. Not even Martha Stewart can achieve something like that. All right, we're going to get into Sierra next. All right, let me check the contributions real quick. All right, make sure we're not too far behind. We're going to get into Sierra, the main event. We're going to get into the main event. I know you brothers are like, come on, man. I came here for Sierra. Boy, we're going to break it down for you, CC in the building. Uh, can you do a show on the biggest cup? Trick Daddy. Oh, Trick Daddy. Boy, I got to type that. I got to write that in. I know some people... We're talking about Trick Daddy this weekend. And Trick Daddy, man, I'm telling you, man, where, where are we going? Hey, man, y'all better catch up. Women are monetized. And if you're in the marriage, you're going to get you're going to get C-U-C-K. That's all it is. man. Where we got here. Mr. We're going to call you Mr. Wait a minute. Mr. V Madden is in the building. Overcome female nature men. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. Get your knowledge. Get your understanding of how it works. Don't let really lust really control you. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But, you know what I mean? Seek first the kingdom. He says, Samuels L says, show me where I can get what I can get for a stack. Now, that one I had to take off YouTube. I could not put that video back up. That one was the one that, yeah, that one did me in. <laughs> right. But you can go down to... You can go down to junior college and get what you need to get. Be Real Mahogany movie Predator was a documentary. <laughs> Stay woke. Oh, man. She did look like Alien versus Predator. It's bad out here, man. It's bad. Who else do we got in here? We got like three more on the PayPal. Coach, this is from Jabari. He says, Coach, a reality show called Below Deck has a lot of RP truths about dating girls who are highly attracted to you. He says, quote, unquote, girl code goes out of the window. A British guy cheated on his beautiful Australian fiance with a gorgeous black girl from his job. Both were mad at first, but he didn't apologize. Then uh, they both forgave him and kept sleeping with him. Other beautiful girls at his job said, if they were single, they'd sleep with him too. It really displays the women that women will break the rules uh, for you if they really like you. And so we've actually had to put men on game on this because uh, men have been surprised by the behavior of women. We've been told that women are sexually selective. They don't cheat. They don't do any of these things like that. Um, they would leave a man. Hey, one of the biggest lies you will ever actually um, hear is a woman will leave a man if he if if she cheat if that guy cheated on her. If I found out my man cheated, I would never put up with that. That is one of the biggest lies ever. How many times have you found out she go right back to that dude? She like, well, you know, if, especially if she's he's high status or he can pipe it down, the baby boy syndrome. She ain't going nowhere. That's all you can tell her. Like the guy probably said, you ain't going nowhere. Where are you going to go? It wasn't me. Billy the Kid says, it's the like button. No scrum diddly umptious and a little belly deli. Belly deli. You ain't going nowhere. Soon as she finds you out and you over there dripping 
All right, the other girl done dripped all over you and she finds you. You'd be like, you ain't going nowhere. Just go on to sit down over there. <laughs> Where are you going? And let her throw her little rage. Let her go back to her little closet apartment. And while she's sitting there, oh my God, this is despicable. Let her throw you under the bus a little bit. He's just a cheater. He lied to me. Guys, they know you were cheating. They know you're highly selected. That's when they go out there, look at what I have. I have a very good, gorgeous man. And then uh, then you cheat on her. And then she'd be like, he cheated. He had four other women and 12 other women. He had women he was talking to. He was on seeking arrangements. He was with young girls. Oh, my God. I will never put up with that type of behavior. It's despicable. It's reprehensible. I'm leaving him again. I'm leaving him for the last time. That's the last time that man will cheat on me. No, it ain't. You'd be like, you ain't going nowhere. Just go on to your little corner. Be back after I get done with this one. She'll be right back. <laughs> She'll be right back. She ain't going nowhere. And tell her that. You ain't going nowhere. Well, if you just promise to not put it in my face like that, I mean, I know you're going to get some on the side, but just don't be so disrespectful. Not in our bed. Not in my marital bed. Not with my neighbor, not with my best friend. Callie West in the building. He says, we need you to whip Sierra into the ropes for the jumping back into the streets. He says, it's a lot of sniggling going on behind Sierra. Thotting, it's, uh, thotting it up and monkey branching to the next eggplant. Don't forget the birth control along with the no-fault divorce changed the dynamic between men and women. Birth control was a big one. Um, I actually have a clip in my de-evolution stream, and that's Callie West. I'll show you his channel because we're going to get into Sierra here. Um, but um, birth control was big. The 70s was a big turning point in relationships. So if you're having problem with modern relationships and quote unquote modern women, it is what happened in the 70s. That was the turning point in relationship. You got termination rights, equal opportunity, uh, employment, the push into the workplace, right? The promotion of the strong and independent mindset. The throwing, the, the, the throwing under the bus of men, training men in and fathers in for valuable resources from the state. Dependency on the state became an issue in the 1970s. No fault divorce, birth control. The 70s was it. New, 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 new world back, order. Back, back, by the way, um, my book, The Evolution, goes through this. So it's a political book in the first couple of chapters. Okay, I go through all of these things, all right? And that was the big push that changed the future of relationships because without that without those things we didn't get into the 80s with affirmative action we wouldn't have never got there we wouldn't have got into the promotion of the single mom as the hero as the princess warrior and that was a result from the 70s a lot of the women that were raised as strong and independent now that are 40 45 50 55 leftovers right they're 55 year old leftovers that's who raise the current generation generation z and the millennials those are who raise them and so these girls are out here going, I'm monetizing myself. I'm going to go thought it up. I'm going to go get Instagram likes. That changed everything, man. Changed everything. So uh, what a wonderful time to live in. And uh, we ain't going back. You're not going to get your own personal girlfriend these days. Uh, let's get into Sierra. CC in the building. All right. Shout out to Sierra. I know they're often a topic of conversation. I try not to talk about them too much like Will Smith and Jada, but they're the gift that keeps on giving right here. She's got a new single called Jump, in which she's hinting she's ready to jump into another relationship potentially. And shout out to Callie West um, for actually bringing this up to my attention. He is on YouTube. 
And um, boy, let me see here. For some reason, he can't show you his channel. All right, uh, it's Cali West Miami in the building, and so let me show you. Uh, let me show you here where I got it. It says right here. I'll share the screen. Go, go, give him some subscribers. All right, go give my man some subscribers over here. He's a supporter over here. Says Sierra is a jump away from divorcing Russell Wilson. He put that out later, uh, late yesterday. I was like, that's a fantastic story. Oh, you can't see it. Cali West Miami. Look him up. He's been around in the coach gang, at least from the year 2000 and all that. So she came up with a great single called Jump. Obviously, her singles are not very good musically, but her visuals are fantastic. So if you're a guy, most of the videos Sierra has put out, the visual is what catches you. And so a lot of times her music videos are very well done. Uh, most of the time she's doing just about the same thing, dance routine, showing her ass, and, and she'll do she'll contort her body and all these things. This is her latest video. Um, and she has the probably Winston-Salem University cheerleaders in here. Shout out to the sisters. Sister, you been on, oh my, my. And she'll put that thing out there. You know what I mean? She put them hips up, them hippopotamuses up out there. She'll put that booty out there and she'll lay on the floor and contort, contort. So her videos are more popular than her actual music. Her music is almost unlistenable. But the, a lot of times you'll listen to the music to try to kind of reflect on the video. And her video is a new sensation called Jump. Mm. Let's take you through the history of what's going on here. Now, let me just tell you right now, before I get the haters in the building, because I know what you're going to say. Sierra don't need Russell Wilson's money. Sierra don't need Russell Wilson's money. I know what you're going to say right now, but let's just give you a perspective. She has a song called Level Up, Level Up, Level Up, Level Up where she gives you an indication of what she's trying to do. She literally puts the playbook out there, and I'll read a couple of her lyrics in my Sierra voice. She says, no, she doesn't. She says, in these streets. She says, them old mistakes are gone. I won't do them no more. That's old news. There's new news. I done did that before. She says, I turned nothing into something. My comeback on 100. Less talking, more action. You just gone, CC coming. I just keep elevating. No losses, just upgrading. My lessons made blessings. I turned it into money. I got money. She says, thank God I never settled. This view is so much better. I'm chilling. I'm willing. Like, I'm willing. I'm winning. I'm chilling. I'm winning. Like on another level. Oh, you can talk all you want. See me. I see greater. Nothing I'm afraid of, and I can have it all. Five, four, three, two, one, let go. Level up, 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 level up. Oh, this on me, so yummy. Oh, it's so, anyway. Yeah, man, I tried, I tried. Ghetto Theater, part three. So this is her. This is Sierra's prayer. And uh, let's go ahead and go to the next clip here uh, so we can show you uh, where it is here. Uh, she don't need the, the myth. She don't need Russell Wilson's money. Well, let's go ahead and break it down. Sierra's net worth. And shout out to these celebrities that are allowing us to talk about them. You're a public figure. We can talk about you. Sierra has an estimated net worth of $20 million from numerous revenue streams. 
She's been in the business like 20 years. She's worth 20 million. Okay. Listen, I ain't mad at it. Shout out to her. Obviously, the music don't sell. These obviously include her music, but also acting, brand endorsements, TV hosting, and more, as well as her massive social media presence. It doesn't include, listen, listen, it does not include Russell Wilson's estimated net worth either, which is, listen, a whopping $165 million, including an annual salary of $22 million. So Russell Wilson in a year makes more than Sierra Wilson. What's her name? Sierra, Sierra. I don't, does she even have a last name? Sierra Wilson. Russell Wilson makes in a year, and that is for now, until he goes and gets torn up in the AFC West. He makes $22 million a year. Like, he, he makes one in one year what she's worth. So I don't want to hear about she don't need his money. She independent. She own her own masters. I already heard all that. What? What songs do you see her selling? She don't sell a lot of music. She makes some great videos. She don't sell a lot of music. I mean, I know you're going to say, yes, she does. She's, she don't sell a lot of music. She sold so few songs that the record company was like, get on out of here. That was like, man, we you, you can have your master. She went in and was like, can I have my master's? They were like, yeah, go on and have it. You ain't going to sell nothing. <laughs> I mean, considering the considering and most of the time she even draws attention is normally because of her performance in a video. Her videos do well. Her message kind of does well, but the, the songs don't really do that well. You know, the ideal of level up, level up, and then she was twerking on the Bronco and then she's jump and then she her visual does well. But the, the, the music industry, they was like, man, you, you, you ain't worth nothing. Like her, her songs come and go. So let's just look at the frame that Russell Wilson deals with the Sierra. Somebody said Russell bought her masters. They kind of debunked that or Sierra's running around debunking that Sierra's like, no, I went and asked that record company for my masters. And because the rumor was Russell Wilson bought them for a Christmas present. She's kind of running around debunking that. By the way, Sierra's a nice little piece, by the way. So as much as I'm talking about her, she got her feet out right now and I mean, just, just to let it know, man, just Sierra's not ugly. I don't know about that wig, though. But let's look at the frame that what Russell Wilson deals with Sierra. And it is, unfortunately, we got to hear this, man. Sometimes we get into a relationship with a woman and we highly pedestalize her and we deal with her from the wrong frame. And this gets us in trouble. So a lot of women want themselves a Russell Wilson who makes $22 million a year and has rescued Sierra. I mean, you know. But in this situation, just watch the frame. Watch how he deals. with it. It's very uncomfortable. We've been here before. Eight man says it's called simping. We've simp like this. And later to find ourselves after we didn't got ran over, after we didn't got deleted, child support, death by simp, we look back and say, why? Why did we do that? Listen to this. This is a fair use. I know I'm using Ellen tube here, but I got to show you the frame. He proposes more babies to Sierra. Let's go ahead and watch. Thank you. You're so 
So this sweet. is fun. I get to be on set with you. Yeah. I get to be, you know, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a little fun sweet. today, huh? Yeah. Yeah, man. This ain't, this is not a good look. This, this right here, bro, you could tell that she treats him like a little, like a kid. She, she just kind of just the using him. It, well, I won't go there about Russell Wilson, but we'll continue. So, guys, the funny thing is, is that Russ makes me really nervous. <laughs> I do. So, yes, you do. For some reason, I don't know. I mean, I kind of know why, but. Because you don't deal with men like this. This why. So, because you got to fake it. That's why. He makes me nervous. You can't be who you really are. You know, and I said, when you were with 50 Cent, when you was with Amari Stoudemire, this is just pure allegations. This is just pure speculation. You can be who you really wanted to be. But when you were with Russell, a lot of times when you're a man, man, and you're, you know what I mean? Like you're about your business and she used to dealing with thuggos. She can be who she really is, right? In these streets. And she can twerk on you and you fall for, you know, those type of guys fall for the simple stuff. Russell wants her to be a nice, pleasant woman. And she's got to fake it like she's in Get Out. She got to fake it like she's a black woman pouring a coffee in Get Out. She just want to break out. She just want to break out and let the thought out and her be comfortable. A lot of times, you know, typically black women can't deal with higher status men. They don't know how. They know how to deal with lower status men. All right, I'll just shake my butt and then he'll just fall for anything. Let's go ahead and continue. I don't know. I always feel so vulnerable when I'm with you in this setting. But Well, I do know everything about you, first of all. And second of all, I'm going to make you more nervous right now. You guys want me to make her more nervous? No, no, we don't. No. Oh, shit. Damn, you just see this, this, this just, this just ain't, this just ain't it. Oh, why? Well, I have a question for you. What? Serious question. No, what is going on? Can we have more babies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it would be perfect. Just give me one more at least, you know what I mean? We is that a yes? All right, so, you know, Russell Wilson wants her to not be jumping into a divorce. He doesn't want her leveling up. Level up. He trying to keep her barefoot and pregnant. Get them babies. Pump them babies out. I want four, five, six. He want to be the Phillip Rivers of the Denver Broncos. He wanted to be the Phillip Rivers of the San Diego Chargers. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. All right. He like pump them babies out, baby. This is why I'm with you. I need a woman that can pump them babies out. I'm rich. I'm rich, bitch. We... We we definitely can't. We got a little little time before we get there. Uh, you see, she put she put him down. Yeah. Oh come on. <laughs> All right, so right. silly. I was like, what? I mean, we already been there before, you know. Now she deflecting. Now she's like, what? 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 Huh? Huh? After oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I still got to be in these streets. She shot his ass down on national TV, and now he got to tuck his tail and sit his punk ass down. All right, let me tuck my tail and still be out here smiling. <laughs> Let's show that again. Oh, well. I mean, please. I mean, please. Perfect. Just give me one more at least. You know what I mean? Just give me one more at least. You know what I mean? You know. <laughs> yeah, his frame is all messed up, bro. Woo, this is bad. And look at her frame. And what's that right there at the bottom of her neck? Anybody? I don't know what that is. Oh, that's her collarbone. We don't normally see them. Never mind. We is that a yes? We, we, 
We, we definitely can't. We got a little, little time before we get there. Oh, come on. <laughs> all right, so all right. silly. I was like, what? I mean, we already been there before, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm down to do it again with you. Okay, so, yes, as you said, we do have our three beautiful Here we go. Beautiful babies. Word salad. And wait, I wait, 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 wait. Did she say three beautiful babies? I think they only have two, and he a stepdaddy to one. Yes, as you said, we do have our three beautiful babies. Two. And I love seeing you and Daddy Mode. It's the cutest thing. Cute. Um, but what I also have to say is I love seeing you with Sienna. Uh, you know, I'm a daddy's girl. So I will say I think that's like one of the sexiest things about you. You're such a good man. You're such a good man. You're such. Hold on for a second. Let's do it. Let's do it. Everybody do it. You're such a good man. You're such a good man. You rescued me. You're such a good man. You're a daddy girl and you're a girl dad. You're such a good man. You be good. You be a good man. Don't be a bad man like your stepson's daddy. Be such a good man. You're such a good man. <laughs> That's what she doing to him. You be a good boy. You be a good boy. And every now and then I might give you a little bit. I'll give you your reward. I'll give you your cookie. I'll give you your dessert. I'll give you your little prize. <laughs> good boy. All right, let's see what else that she got to say about that. Be such a good boy. <laughs> All right, let's go here. Um, if I must say, you know. <laughs> so, so, you know, we always talk about e being equally yoked. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that we have in common. We also have some things that we're a little opposite in. And that is uh -oh. that you wake up every day at 4 a.m. to work out. What does this have to do? <laughs> what does this have to do? Look how you're looking. She word salading. She woman-splaining. What does that have to do with me putting my seed in your belly? Well, you wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm going to get a copyright claim for this video. For a mommy brain, I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And we also do a prayer in the morning before we go. And sometimes, like, when it's that early, I'm like, amen. I love you, too. You know, you say amen. And I'm like, I love you, too. Yeah. So she playing a role. She just playing a role. All right, I'll get up with you. You make $22 million. I'll get up and do our prayer at 4 in the morning. And then when you leave, she go right to the bed. Yo, she's just playing her time, man. She leveling up, man. She playing the game. She playing the long game. Baby, right back out. Um, but I really admire that about you. I love that you are such a hard worker, and you know that inspires me. Fair use. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yep, deflect and redirect. Shout out to Slim KG. She deflected, redirected. What the hell does that have to do with me being a daddy? Well, first of all, there's a few things. I mean, Sienna, how can you not love her? She's just like you. We, so just so you guys know a little background, we named Sienna um, when me and C we, we realized we're having a. This dude stuttering. He's stuttering and stammering. And he married to her, bruh. He's intimidated by her. Let me go off of this because they're going to fair use this, this particular uh, part of the stream anyway. So let's show you this one. Everybody's seen this one. His frame is just all wrong with her. So you see, she does this uh, kitty voice, a kitty voice that is not indicative of her performance uh, persona. 
And so she does have this little kitty voice that she will bow down and use against him because he's such a good boy. He's such a good man, right? And so oh this is when. <laughs> so does she really like Russell Wilson? I think she likes him, but not for the reasons you would think. She might have a crush on him or something like that. So she does revert back to this kitty voice. But then when it comes to the romance, when it comes to the romance and the fornication and all that, it ain't there. Hey. Oh, my goodness. So he's going to try to kiss her oh one, two, 15 times. He's trying to grab her. He didn't even grab her booty properly, bro. You need to grab all that. Maybe it's, I don't know. And so you see this? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, not all that. I know I'm taking all my gloss off. You look so handsome. I'm taking all my gloss off. Let me get another one. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. You look so handsome. Hey, handsome is a big disrespectful word. All right. That's a high handsome. That means she's not sexually attracted to you. I know women are going to disagree. Handsome is not a sexual attraction. Handsome is you're a useful. You're useful. Like, I can use you. You're somewhat, you're not butt-ass ugly. I'll go on a date with, I'll be seen with you. You're good. That's you. And that's you. That's you. You know what I mean? Like, she's not aroused by you. You just uh, somewhat decent, have decent qualities. Yeah, handsome is the friend zone. It's a step above the friend zone. You're so sweet. You're, you're cute. You're handsome. Are you wrong? Can I get some? Oh, she blocked him with the flowers. Let's take a picture. Let me turn my back to you so you can't stop kissing me. Let me put my hair on the side so you can stop trying to kiss me. All right. Russell's like, I'm going to still give me a kiss, Sean. Let me give me a kiss. I'm going to sneak one in. Grab her. Grab her, man. Around the, around the waist, bro. Man, grab what you own, bro. You 22. Let me get another kiss in there. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Nope. And so this is where they are. This is where his frame is, unfortunately. So in that, you know, I don't wish anything negative about their relationship, but I can see that this is probably not going in the direction most people would love it to go. And so now she has the new song Jump, in which she could be willing to be jumping back to them streets. So this is kind of a warning for men who are in the wrong frame with their woman. I, I get a lot of guys, coach, what should I do when my girl does this? You know, the obvious answer is you're not in the right frame with her. You're smitten by her. You might be intimidated by her and her beauty or her status. And it seems that Russell has this. Russell, unfortunately, he's not in the right frame with her. You can see where he's making classic, classic mistakes. And she's in a level up mindset. You already told her where her intentions are. So uh, sometimes you're in the wrong frame and you just have to start over. You got to start over before it hurts you. Because then when the breakup happens, then you're going to go into what the next segment is. Never let an old flame burn you twice. All right, let's get with the contributions today. Somebody says Russell has status too, which is actually um, interesting. He has status too, but he let his first wife allegedly cheat on him with the teammate. Sometimes when you have status as a man, you can be misled when it's easy for you to get women, right? So uh, people have to understand, like the Chad and Tyrone, uh, just because you have status and or money doesn't mean you're immune to apex predators. Doesn't mean you're immune to a woman like Sierra. So people think that man has status that he know that he has. He's always going to be in the right frame with women. That's not true. 
what you are a, is a big, fat, juicy, high-value target. I'm a high-value man. No, you're not. Many high-value men are high-value targets. And you'll see this in men because what happens is he won't have any money, and then he'll get money, and then he thinks he's immune to divorce. He thinks he's immune to the things that broke men go through. That's not true. It is true sometimes, but most of the time you will see dudes get finessed like hell that are high status. You just don't hear about it as much. You might hear, oh, this guy had to pay X amount in divorce. He had to pay X amount of child support. And we just wash it off. Oh, he can afford it. He can afford it so we don't feel bad for him. But the guy got finessed and she long-term gained him. So just because he has status and he has more wealth than her doesn't mean he's in the right frame with her. Does not mean it. That's why we tell you guys, learn and understand women before you get into these situations and you'll less likely be willing to get burned. He's in love with Sierra. Is she in love with him? She could be. I'm not saying that she's not in love with him. But she also sees the bigger picture. The guy makes $22 million a year. He's a good guy. He's a good father. He's a guy that stepped up. He's the cleanup man. Why would I lose this now? I'm not going to lose this. Now, down the line, she's looking like, all right, if I get tired of this, if I want to jump back into these streets, if I want to level up again, she says she already done that, then she'll then she'll go back. We already know this to be the case. And I don't want this to be the case, but what I see is a man that's going to probably make some mistakes. He, I mean, did you see the video? Somebody says, uh, J-Man says, Wilson worships her and she tolerates him. Why wouldn't she talk? Now, if I did that to Sierra, Sierra, bring your ass over here, all right? If I did what Russell's doing to Sierra, would it work? I mean, in theory, you can't really just say it because you really don't know. But I'm just going to probably say it would not work. <laughs> okay, it would not work. I mean, let's just say if, if I'm the same man as Russell Wilson, like I'm Russell Wilson, but I'm broke. I don't think she'd fall for it. She'd be like, oh, that's nice. All right, but I'm level up, level up, level up, level up. <laughs> All right, that's what she would do, and it wouldn't be good enough. We can't really say. I mean, I know you could just be like, she would never do that to some old regular ninja. If I was a thug, perhaps she might fall for it. <laughs> I'll be creepy to them, right? It would be creepy. I show up out of the woods with roses and flowers. Hi, Sierra. Oh, hi, Coach Greg. Hi, CGA. You're the notorious one. Go take care of my kids. Oh, baby, please give me some more babies. <laughs> she would be like, hell no, you dirty, nasty creep. Go hide somewhere. All right, where we got here? Billy the Kid, did I get you already? I'm choking. Billy the Kid says, now Martha Stewart, that's an expensive milk bottle, PS5 secured, and who's not going raw at 80? I mean, I lived 80% of my life. Yeah, no, no Jimmy hats. No gym hats at 80. That's why the STD rate or STI affection, uh, infection rate is high in senior communities. Daniel I, women don't have true friends in the world who, of Houdini with friends like those who needs enemies. Mm -hmm. We broke that down. They, they always have a rotation of friends. All right, they have a new bestie. Uh, this is how they do. This is how they socialize and they overstay their welcome. So men never... Try to understand, you know, when you're with them and you want them to leave, they typically overstay their welcome. This is kind of how they do with friends. They meet a new friend and then they, you know, 
they they go they basically just they share everything with them oh i feel like we're so connected and then they share everything sooner or later they're wearing each other's dresses and shoes and panties you're looking like damn you just met this person oh this person is so so much like me and then they overshare then they overstay the welcome and then they stab each other in the back in t minus three months and they'd be like that bitch <laughs> i can't believe she did that i asked her to return them shoes that she borrowed and she wouldn't even do it blow up the relationship then they on to the next one uh women are codependent and they have attachment issues many times they're with you they do not love you they just have an attachment issue i just want you guys to know that they are attached to you they don't love you they love the idea of you they love what you do for them because this is why they say well what have you done for me lately they have attachments to you. And the way you actually figure out if they're attached to you or not, I want you to listen. Listen. Is when you dis uh when, when you disengage with them, if they act in hate, they had an attachment with you. They didn't love you. Okay. So when you disengage and you're like, nah, we need to cut that off. And she reacts in anger like she does with her drama-filled friends. And they're fighting each other. They were besties one day. Now they hate each other. Those are people that had an attachment to you. Like a leech, a parasite. Like if you remove the parasite, the parasite got to fight hard. Oh, no. You know what I mean? They're going to feel like they're going to die. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> if they go crazy on you, you, just know they never loved you. Because the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is not hate. So she would be sad if she, the opposite of uh, love is sad. You're, oh, damn. I thought it would really work. But if she goes at you vigorously, she had an attachment to you like a parasite, like a, like a, like, like a cancer tumor. <laughs> Always remember that. The opposite of love is indifferent, right? You'd be like, all right. Like, cause men could be like, well, I fell out of love. You'll be sad. We'll talk about that in a minute. Get back to the contributions, coach. Get back to the contributions. Thank you for Deadly Edley. We got to do a little better, brother. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. I can't stop the show for that when these other brothers. Shout out to Harold L., but I understand your situation, bro. Shout out to Harold L. Get fresh on the phone. Somebody has to answer for these. Hey, fresh, come to the show, man. Come to the show. I know you know we cool, brother. Brother, brother fresh, we cool. I'm not going to make fun of you too much he says can i get the stat girls please no nope. stat girls have been retired i deleted them off of my stream yard or yeah stream yard i kept getting in trouble for the stat girls who is this here he says call me ld court he says call me ld court documents reveal a mom coached her 17 year old daughter on how to seduce r kelly and have his babies because of his money Yeah, the parents need to be in jail in the R. Kelly situation. I understand the situation here. Uh, um, you know, R. Kelly is, I'm not never in the defense of R. Kelly. Uh, I saw the tape of him with that really, really young girl. Um, and he was very reckless with his behavior with younger women. We know this. However, some of these parents sent those girls to R. Kelly. And, um, you know, with that being said, why aren't they being punished when he was punished on a RICO charge? 
there's people when you're punished on a RICO charge, that means you set up a simply a criminal organization in order to commit crimes. With that being said, if you got the head person, wasn't there people below that contributed to the crime, the criminal organization? Wouldn't that be the case, right? You are head of a criminal uh, organization. Nobody else got punished. So somebody sent these girls, and I'm sure if, if, if I wanted to research it, I haven't really researched the R. Kelly thing, but I know people are going in. And I said, well, where are the parents at? Or where are the people who are related to these children or these young women or these young adults? However, you guys want to categorize them. We know what was happening, and we know people saw things, and they let it slide. We know some, certain female music artists came out and was like, yeah, well, I brought my teenage cousin to him. For what? Why did you bring your teenage cousin to him knowing what you know? Hmm? And these people got paid. And soon as the pay, soon as the pay went off, then all of a sudden time to toss his ass under the bus. So you're just as despicable as, as R. Kelly himself. You're just as despicable. And until people address that, they were like, like what? They these people are like, oh, I was there were certain people. That got supposedly violated, they weren't even underage. You know, I mean, this this case is it reeks of, and it's all never mind. It it reeks of um no accountability. There's people passing the buck, there's people that were in it for the money, and then when the money got cut off, then they threw him under the bus. But again, I'm not excusing his behavior. Some of it, many of it, much of it was very predatory. But like people in the music industry, um, they will look over a person's vices. And sometimes provide the person with whatever that vice is. But then when it's time to destroy the man, then they do everything they can to destroy the man and then remove accountability from themselves. This is what this case is synonymous of. Right. And uh, for some reason, the community. The community does this to their men. I mean, there's other people that do that to their men. But they're more likely to sell out their men and many their women to put that asterisk by him. You know what I mean? It's a way to destroy what the what a great guy could create. How come, how come people didn't set him on a proper path? Set him on a proper path. Try to remove that. Try to give him some help. But no, when the money starts flowing, they start saying, all right, have all the young girls you want. We'll look the other way. Keep the money coming. Keep that money train. And then when it's time to take his ass down, put the asterisk by him. How many black men don't have that asterisk? He says, meanwhile, Washington, D.C. buying, oh, $30,000 cabinets. Oh, boy. The, if we want to get into trafficking. Yeah, they used him. They used him. And uh, now uh, all of that talent gone. All of that music that he created, asterisk. Wow. I mean, we live in a whole weird, really, really weird time. Weird, 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 weird. New, 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 new world order. I'm not getting into the Wayfair cabinets, <laughs> right? Uh, anyway, people are like Wayfair cabinets. What are you talking about? Thirty thousand dollar cabinets. Uh, did you see that picture of? I can't say his name. It's his initials are J E. Did you see that picture? There's a picture of J E on a plane. Called the Lolita Express. New, 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 new world order. And in his lap is a very young woman. I was like, whew, 
it's on Twitter. I was very uncomfortable about it. I don't even think I can show it. And I was like, yo, wow. And then they pulled up the list of people that underwent. Yes, I talked about Hunter Biden earlier in the day. I can't listen. I can't. I can only talk about so much. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. I saw that. Guys, trafficking of human beings is as old as time. And they're, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to get into it. By the way, if you support PIMP culture, you're a trafficker too. So I don't want to hear about, oh, I got that pimp and that ism. You're you're engaging in the same thing that these people that you crucify R. Kelly for. Uh, everybody knows that the I the 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 likelihood that these people are trafficking underage girls is very high. Yeah, they're gonna clip me. I can't I can't I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. But that culture promotes promotion of, of targeting specifically younger girls, like underage girls. And nobody goes after them. Nobody attacks them, <laughs> right? I mean, they do. They get them with the law. But you, there's guys that pedestalize those guys in this culture. In our culture, we pedestalize them. And they literally be looking for runaways, teenagers. They be looking for uh, skags and, and girls that come off the bus in Hollywood thinking they're going to be stars. Girls on riding skateboards. They literally target these people. They put them on the track and then they make money off of them. Man, don't get me started, bro. Somebody says this traffic is underage, not grown women. Exactly. Just look at it, dude. I mean, listen. You don't see like 40-year-old. You don't see PIMPs with 40-year-old women. You barely see them with 30-year-old women. And if they do, they the bottom chick that been with, her, with him since she was 16. And 15. And those women recruit. They target. It's like, why would they make money? Are you going to make money selling 30-year-old women? Come on, stop. <laughs> I don't even want to start. They ain't going to make no money selling 33-year-old women to, to some dude. That's how they, they're going to make a fistful of 20s if they have somebody. Hey, fresh turnout. I'm just letting y'all know, but you guys pedestalize these people, and then you have words about R. Kelly. You pedestalize these pedestalize these people, and you have words about Jeff J. E. <laughs> he says these are just stereotypes. Please, man, come on. I I know someone close to me that is in lockup, and the reason he's in lockup is because. He had a underage girl. That's how they get him. I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about it. You want to stay stereotypes? Yeah, they're all recruiting 20, 25-year-old women. Okay. You can believe that. <laughs> you can believe that if you want. But that's not how they make their big money. The big money is made. Stop. Stop. Mm. And again, the guys that are caping for this, no, that's not true. It's the ism, and they get they're manipulating 40-year-old women. You're, that's what you think. That's what you believe. That's what you believe. <laughs> okay. They're manipulating and pushing 40-year-old women onto the block. Or 30. Ah, oh, they got some 30-year-old woman who's, who had her mind right. They pushed her onto the track. Or 25. 
There's a 25-year-old woman. She had degrees. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. She was 28. He was like, you know what? You'd make me a lot of money. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. <laughs> I'll stop. It's culture, though. It's the culture. It's the culture. It's the whole look the other way. The whole look the other way and act like it ain't happening. And, okay, do what you want, bro. Yeah, they out here pushing Tisha Campbell, Tisha Campbells. I got a stable full of Tisha Campbell, my hoes. Here he is, 50-year-old women. Got it. So if you're in defense of those guys, and it is not all of them, of course. If you're in defense of those guys and you're out there coming after R. Kelly, it is what it is. <laughs> all right. Who makes more money on OnlyFans? 40-year-old women or 18? 18-year-old 18 18-year-old girls who look 14? Who makes more money? 36-year-old women, 28-year-old women, or women who look like they barely 18. Who who makes more money? Just do the just do, just do the marketing plan. Stop. Anyway. I know it's hard truths. And I don't I'm not afraid to call out the the hard truths and everything. Where are we at? Where we at? Don't say my full name. First time sponsoring from Barbados. Uh-oh. He says, not all guys like that old leathery skin coach. Keep up the good work. Shout out to the Island Boys in the building. He was like, I don't be after them old leathery girls. Not even for the money. Not even for the money. I mean, come on, man. Them girls got money. All right. Who else in the building? I didn't say your full name, did I? Make sure I didn't. The Island Boy's in the building. Fake government name is Mike. They are blocking all your content, but allowing 304s to shave their peace leave uncensored and sell SCX dials on YouTube. Wow. Man, I'm telling you, men are losing ground here by the day. I can show a video on YouTube that's on YouTube. I share it on my channel. And they literally be like, oh, this content's 18 above. I'm like, how... How did this video get 600,000 views? I shared it on mine and are like, this is kind of inappropriate. Twitch, they got naked yoga here on YouTube. I'm not being critical. You can push naked yoga on here, but why not push my content? I'm not saying anything hateful. If I shared the naked yoga, they would literally be like, this is inappropriate. I'm like, I can Google it. <laughs> I can YouTube it right now. You want me to show it? Like, it's a weird thing. It's so it's super weird. I, I face the same thing on Instagram and TikTok. I do these. I clip it. I don't even curse. I share my point of view. And they be like, well, this is just not going to work on community guidelines. And then I look up, and then there's a, a young girl. I won't even say what age. Twerk, twisting and contorting like a snake in a bikini. I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? We're losing ground. And you know who's making us lose ground? It's going to be uh, men who cape. We, they used to call them simps, but men who cape for women. They'll be more likely to report and say things are hateful and come in with their cape in the comment section. It's those guys. 
if future, and this is from Harold L., uh, Cole called her for ha about having another child. Better yet, if he popped up, I'm sorry, better yet, if he pops the same question on TV, I triple, hold on for a second, I triple the U.S. national debt. If that sequence went the same way, catch up, gentlemen, give Russell two nopes and a buzz. Nope, nope. So he basically saying if future asked the same thing, she would have jumped right to it. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. The hero, the dudes with the capes are the problem. Uh, I don't check my comments too often, but uh, I went on a post that I posted up there, and there was dudes in there caping. I literally said 70% of the, the student loan debt belongs to women. And I said politicians would say nothing if 70% of the student loan debt was held by men. And I gave the comparison. You never hear about the child support crisis, do you? You say men pay. They just make men pay it. But since 70% of the uh, student loan debt is held by women, they say, well, we need to do something about this because they know that they ain't going to get it back. So they're trying to figure out a way to balance it. And so I put the video up there, and literally it's 70%. I don't know if you know what the opposite end of 70% is. It's 30. Mm. Meaning there's 30% of the debt held by men. 70%, nearly 70% held by women. There's dudes in the comment section. Well, I wouldn't make this a gender issue. A lot of people have debt. If I said to you, 70% of the child support arrearages is held by men, because it's literally 80 to 90% of the child support arrearages is held by men. If 80%, if I said to you, there's a child support crisis, 80%. Of the child support arrearage is held by men. We need to do something about it. You know what the world would say? They would be like, them deadbeats need to pay the money. They would there would be not one dude say this is not a gender issue. There would be not one dude that says, let's turn down the fire on men and try to figure out. Not one. Not one dude would do that. And it's not even 70%. It's 80. They would be like, them deadbeats need to pay the money. And then they would never say, this is not a gender issue. There's some women that owe. And a lot of women owe their child support arrearages. They need to pay too. Not one guy would come say that. Not one woman would say that. But 70% held by, that means 30% or less of the student loan debt is men's debt. This is not a gender issue. <laughs> I swear to God. And it's never women in the comment section doing that. It's men. It's men. It's weird. But I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what the idea of what he's trying to accomplish. And what it is, he's like, okay, you turn in the heat up too hot on them. Let's turn it down. And let's just include everybody. It's the same as when you're making a relationship comparison. And you say, well, women do this against men. And a woman runs in there. Well, men do that against women too. Was I talking about when men do that against women? Because we didn't heard that already. We didn't see the movies. We didn't see Waiting to Exhale. We didn't see Oprah. We didn't see Yana Vanzan. We've seen it already. We know men do that already. We're, we're uncovering when women do it. We know men do it. It's not even a secret. But we're just saying, now the women do it now. Here they come. Well, men do it too. And it's mostly dudes that do it. 
many times this um many times this one. What's the point of that? Why would you do that? We're this is what we're talking about over here. I get it. Yes, men do it too. We discussed it already. Why can't we talk about specifically when women do it? Why does that make you uncomfortable? Why do you then have to bring an equal argument in? All right. How about this? Women should be spoiled and treated like princesses. Now, let me hear. Let me hear men need to be treated like that, too. Where that at? Uh-huh. Where's that at, sir? Where's your damn cape now? Men need to be spoiled and treated like kings. Where are you at now? Oh, I don't hear nothing now. You ain't talking about bring that part of the conversation in now. Where that at? Huh? Now you ain't got nothing to say. Now you're going to be like, yes, they do. And we need to do something about it. More men need. Oh, now you're not. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about that now. We're not talking about men. Sit down for a second. Don't try to take our shine. See, when it comes to those conversations, they never invite the men's side. Men, what do you believe? Let's talk about the men. Let's talk about men's needs. Let's talk about what men want. You quiet as a mouse now. No cape then. No mighty mouse now. This is what I'm wondering about. Why you ain't talking about that now? <laughs> it's a weird world we live in. You know whose world is. New, 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 new world order. Um, anyway, so I feel sorry for a lot of men, you know, single mother raised men. <laughs> they just don't know. And a lot of times the reason why they cape is because you're talking about their mom. All right. We got a couple more contributions here. He says, oh, this is a uh, Sheldon says the Fupa print go crazy. Another indication. How come you don't talk about obese men? or men who are overweight and body shaming of men. Where are the men at about men getting body shamed? Men get body shamed a lot, a lot. You go down from short men. You go down from men with short salamis, right? They're willing to throw him under the bus. How about men with small hands, men with small feet? Oh, small feet. Oh, I can't do smaller men. How about big men, chubby men? Fat men, they get they get body shamed all the time, bro. Nobody says nothing. <laughs> okay, the minute Lizzo get up there, jump on the table and turn it into splinters. Here we go. Don't body shame her. Yes, yeah, skinny men, dudes that are skinny. Oh boy, you too skinny for me. Nobody says nothing. Crickets. And a matter of fact, they laugh about it. Let a woman cut off a man's salami. Throw it down out the window on the highway. <laughs> they laughing about it. Now you got men, women mutilating men. Ah, that's no big deal. He deserved it. Um, let a dude do just brush up. There's a video of a dude brushing up on a woman's boob. And she had, a, she had her eyes closed and his elbow hit her boob. He, she slapped the crap out of him. Everybody's like, it's a weird thing. Oh, bald men. Yeah, bald men. Men with gray hair. I mean, we get body shamed all the time. 
but nothing. Crickets. But people don't want to deal with that. <laughs> uh, where are we at here? So we, we need to help men. Like men that cape. All right, so Be Real Mahogany says the Predator, uh, movie Predator was a document. Oh, I already got you, brother. All right, shout out to you. Uh, Bill Stryker, if you want more likes, just play the Russ Sierra video. All right, we got to hold up the show for the Russ Sierra video. That was creepy. Eric Powell, you can tell Sierra feels stifled by the marriage. Uh, that's going to happen, too. She's going to be like, this marriage is too much. Eventually, she might complain that he wants more kids. I don't want more kids. I want to focus on my career. So I can focus on my career. Right. And so a lot of times, then she's going to say, well, I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy. <laughs> you know, she's at the tail end of her career. So she's going to want to focus on that. Juan Pomeris, Russ doesn't even get credit. That's future that's future's girl still uh he's not gonna get well he'll get i think he'll get a little bit of credit he'll get a little bit of credit but she'll be like you know i just wasn't in the right space at the right time i just needed a little bit of freedom uh women pine hard for relationships and then they'll be mad that you gave them the commitment like you they'll wear your ass down you'll finally be like all right i'll give you a commitment i'll make you my only girl and they'll like it for a little while. And then after a while, they'll be like, you're just here around too much. You, I just need some space. Like, you wanted me to get rid of all my hoes. <laughs> you were like, get rid of all your hoes, please. And then you literally be like, ah, oh, well, you're just too much. It's just too much. I, I just need my freedom. I feel so good. You know, when they break up, oh, gosh, I wasn't me. I lost who I was. I lost who I was in the relationship. I tried to do everything he wanted. Because I pined hard for the relationship and I did everything he wanted and he took everything I wanted. He he took who I was. I was a different person, but now I'm me, sisterhood of the traveling pants. I now can be independent and free. It was like you were the one asking for the commitment. But aha, they got you. Because she did not ask for the commitment. You asked for it. See, that's how they get you. They never ask directly for, for uh, the commitment. It is you that proposes. It is you that asks for her hand in marriage. It is you that asks for the commitment. It is you that becomes the leader and starts deciding, this is where we're going to live. This is going to be our diet. This is what we're going to eat. This is what the kids are going to do. And she's going to be like, I had to do everything that he told me to do. Why? Because she wanted to keep the commitment. And then when she's tired of it, She's like, this is just too much. He's always constantly telling me what to do. He's always in my space. He's always keeping me to a higher standard. I just want to be free. He, he was the one that asked me to marry him. I wanted to be out here free in these streets. In these streets. But he was the one that got down on bidding me. And, and, and he was the one that put kids in me. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be end up your fault. He was the one that kept me in the marriage for 10, 15 years. You're like. You didn't benefit once. <laughs> like he came over to the, he came over to your house, bash you, marry me, lie down and let me put babies in you. I know you want to be free. Sit down, put this dress on, order this plate of salad, make these kids go to school. What the hell are you doing? Stay married to me. You ain't leaving. Don't go to girls' nights out. They were the one that pushed all for that. I'll be so much happy. You'll complete me. 
This will be so much great. I love commitments. Don't have any other holes. I'll be your everything. We'll be homie, lovers, and friends. We'll be best friends. We'll be together forever. <laughs> and then they'd be like, I'm tired of this. I'm not happy. This is just too much. He want me slaving. Why don't he cook? Why don't he raise the kids? Why don't he take the kids to school? You're like, I got to work. Well, I got to work too. I have a job. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Why does he treat me like a piece of meat? Every time he comes in the kitchen, he grabs my buttocks. I'm tired of you treating me like a piece of meat. Why don't you ever just make me scramble eggs? Why don't you just kiss me? Why don't you just hold me tight? You're always fondling me. You're not me. You don't own my body. <laughs> you like, um, you literally my only purveyor of sex. Like, I can't touch you. No, it's my body. You don't own me. What the? Mm. Guys, marry guys. Marry guys, I'm letting you know. You're going to hear that from your wife. Who believes me? You're going to hear that from your wife. You're going to go in there. You're going to touch on her. And she's just like, and you're not going to believe it. You're going to be like, wait a minute. You just brushed. You just gave me the brush. You just told me I can't touch you. And she's going to be like, yes, I just feel like you're just treating me like a piece of meat. Like I'm just supposed to lie down. You're going to be like, what? I remember I had a client that um that told me that that she did that to her husband that morning. She was like, she was like, um, yeah, you know, he came over, he tried to come give me a kiss and hug on me. And she was like, and I brushed him off. I was like, shit. And this dude made a lot of money. It's crazy, man. And then what you'll do is you'll um, we're just talking today. What you'll do is you'll stop initiating. That's going to be the point in your relationship that you'll stop initiating. You'll be like, oh, hell, what did I get myself into? So um, you'll never ask her or you'll never push towards initiating because, you know, women are moody. She just didn't feel it at that particular moment. And she didn't want to be touched. And she was going through whatever personal problems. They always got problems. But now they're going to take it out on you. And um, so the, for that day, you won't initiate. Then she'll complain later on down the line that you're not having intimacy because you don't initiate. <laughs> you're going to be like, I don't initiate. Every time I initiate, it's this. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm and then... She'll say, you don't hold me the same. You don't touch me the same. Every time I'm around you, you don't touch me. You just walk by me. And you remember that one time, you'll be like, well, that one time I grabbed your ass in the kitchen and you turned me down. You said it was your body. It ain't mine. <laughs> I mean, literally, guys, this is what you deal with. And when you talk about what men deal with, they don't want to talk about it. Oh, that's not all women. That's not all relationships. You were just in the wrong frame. They blame you. They turn it back on you. Well, it was something you did. You shouldn't have got rid of all your hoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it. And if you go cheat, guys, there's, there's women in marriages right now that haven't sexed their husband in five years. 
and that man will cheat and she will go ballistic. What? I can't believe you cheated on me. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Oh, man. We're supposed to be talking about exes, aren't we? We'll get to that show. Let me do one more. KT King. Because we chilling. We might go three hours today. KT King, 93% of the child support payees are men. Yet we only hear the false narrative that men who are in the system are deadbeats. Or just uh, for just because reasons give them the buzzer. Uh, the child support, I never look at men and are critical uh, for them for being on child support. Um, oftentimes, I see it as simply that he's being punished for not being a, in a relationship with the mom. Very few men that should be paying child support are paying them. Very few of them are even on the system. Most men that are probably on child support either want to be with their kids and the custody restricted or she restricted the custody of the kid right off the rip, meaning she was going to throw an emotional tirade if you got custody of your kids. And I showed you that video. You guys got to watch that video of the woman in the court. I'm going to play it real quick because we chilling. Women, I mean, in court. Arrested. Let me see here. 50-50. I don't know if I can find it again. Let me see here. Loses it in court. See if it comes up. Oh, here it is right here. So I'll play it real quick. I won't play the whole thing. You guys can chill with us today. We're going to do one more particular, one more show here. So here's a, here's an example of what I'm talking about. Go watch the stream. It's titled, All Men Need to Watch This Stream. So here's a woman right here. Here's her baby daddy. Here's her baby. Here's her uh, simp enforcer. And here's her mom in the background. This woman is trying to prevent him from getting 50-50, meaning the child support is going to be cut in half. And so many men that are on child support are in this situation, knowing that if he didn't use the legal system to get 50-50, if he simply took the kid and didn't ask her and say, can I see my kid? Can the kid live with me? She would throw an emotional tirade. She would go ballistic. So he has to drag her ass in the court. And pay this attorney $10,000 to get her from not throwing an emotional tirade. And it still didn't work. Both parents are fit and proper persons to have custody of the amount of child. I'm awarded joint custody. See this? So she couldn't take it. Now, joint custody, I don't think so. She thinks she owns the child. This child came from my body. Ma'am, it came from my body first. It came from my body first. That was my seed. That was my spark to life. Without my seed, there, there, you have nothing. So she can't deal with it. And this is what she does, bro. This is a disgrace. What you guys are doing, you need to This is in court. Imagine if you're trying to negotiate with this terrorist. Outside of the courthouse. Imagine the manipulation emotionally that she brings to you. This is why most men don't fight for custody. They're like, man, please, I got to pay $10,000 or I got to fight this woman in the street. Forget it. I'll walk away. Hey, you have a mistress. Hey, you have a woman who doesn't even care. I take care of my baby. 
I won't show the whole thing, but watch this. Everybody going to jail. And, and she tried to dirty his name up. He's a drunk. He has a mistress. He cheated on me. What does that have to do with my kids? What does that have to do with my kids? If a man acted like that in court, he would lose all custody of the kid. She only got 50% loss. She got the simp enforcer arrested. She got her mama arrested and she got arrested. Guys, this is why men don't fight for custody of their kids. All right. And this is how many men, these are men that are on child support. They want their kids, but it's just too much. It's too much. My, I'm not going to pay 10, 20, $30,000 to try to prove I need 50, 50 custody. I should get 50, 50 custody off the rip. Uh, the minute I go to negotiate with her, well, perhaps, you know, my kid should live with me part time. Now, you ain't going to leave. You ain't going to live. And then she puts them on child support. The child support payments too high. The federal government and the state government are in cahoots with her. And then they call you a deadbeat. Then they call you a deadbeat. <laughs> I mean, this is the world we live in. If you've been following me close and know what my deal with my kids, my kids, I give them all kind of privileges. And uh, they still call me a deadbeat out here. And then when I remove the privileges, they call me a deadbeat. Guys, many times you a deadbeat no matter what. And it's not just black women that does this. It's all races of women that do stuff like this. Let's talk about, uh, should we do the X? Let's, let's hold off on that. Let's hold off on that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. I'll, I'll change the thumbnail. Um, we'll talk about, not tomorrow. We'll talk about that later on today. We're also going to talk about Trick Daddy. And then um, potentially we're going to talk about how women destroy your legacy. Your, your job as a father, your, your duty as a father is you want to build a legacy. We're going to talk about the likelihood that she'll destroy that. And at what cost? What would be her benefit for destroying it? We know it's, listen, we know it's being destroyed. Okay, we have several avenues that it's being destroyed. It's being destroyed by two idiots creating babies. All right, poor people creating too many babies. That's how you destroy a legacy. We also know that early termination of pregnancy is something that they're fighting for to ability, ability to destroy your legacy. We also know that the co-parenting or the fight for custody is destroying legacies. Okay. And no, we're, we're not just going to put it all on women's uh, plate, but they're the ones fighting for the right to be able to destroy it. So that's why we can put it there. Not many men are going, let's destroy legacies, <laughs> right? The only way men destroy their legacy is putting seed in a woman that has too many red flags. That's your fault. And I take accountability in that. We'll take accountability, but women are fighting for the rights. They're literally fighting in court to destroy your legacy. Let's go ahead and show you another example of this. They'll fight you in the street tooth and nail to destroy your legacy. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, who was white? Oh, yes, my ex.
Guys, that's how they behave when there's eight police officers, a bailiff, there's a judge, there's the hint of arrest. Imagine this man cooperating with this woman as a parent. I want you to think about that one second and how successful would it for him, for that man, that father who wants custody, how successful it is for him to try to negotiate in a parentage with this person. He has no chance in hell. He's going to get emotionally ripped apart. The children are going to get manipulated and abused by her emotional tirades because she has an uh, attachment issue. She got her mama arrested in the center force. Boy, I tell you. And she crying now. Boy, oh boy. Anyway, man, we'll end it on that today. And we'll be back this afternoon. Shout out to the coach gang. Oh, I better make sure I got all the contributors. The contributors are like, man, don't leave, brother. Don't leave. Yeah. All right. I got to get all the contributors before I go. Uh, Dre Day is in the building. He's giving me some stocks. And um, let me make sure I got all the PayPals. I ended off on KT King. So I got three more before we go. Where are we at? We got uh, Triggerverse says, can we get a tier list of modern day Jezebels? There's levels to this Jezebel game. Jezebel. There's levels to this. This is why women say, oh, there's some good women out there. Hey, good women. Uh, past the age of 23, there's very few. There's a lot of 40-year-old good women out here. But uh, there's not a big market for those people. KT, my body, my choice. But women wear a mask for a cold. That is on the back of a Lysol can. <laughs> okay. And they want you to mask up. All right. Uh, let me see here. I still see people wearing masks. I'll be like, damn, do you got like a lung condition? Like, why are you still? <laughs> like, y'all still wearing masks? I don't know. I think that's kind of weird. Uh, Ricky V, for the record, R. Kelly, Iceberg Slim, and Antoine Fisher were all great by older women, but nobody says anything about that, which is a common thing. That goes on in poor communities. All right. Uh, young boys do get victimized. And um, there's no recourse. Only when that man does, you know, because R. Kelly tried to bring it up after the fact. I don't know if he brought it up beforehand, but after he was a, he was a, abusing, he brought it up. But sometimes there's no space for young men to bring it up. And even when they do bring it up, somehow they try to make him a winner. And they say, well, you lucky you got to touch a little bit of that cat when you was 12. You're lucky when you were nine. You're lucky. You know, it's a weird thing. It's a really a weird thing. And uh, also, statistically, you can't trust any statistics related to abuse when they like one in four women abuse. Well, I guarantee you, it's very close to men, too. But men can never uh, report something like that. We're seen as lucky or we seen as deserving it. Or when you include things like prison, when you accuse things like juvenile uh, detainment for young men, where we commonly speak on these things, you're going to get abused when you go in there. <laughs> uh, his brother said it was. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. What a weird world we're in. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. Have yourself a good afternoon, and we'll be back this evening. Let's send you out with a, a, a wife that wants you to initiate with her, only for her to turn your ass down. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry 
today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now?